Cougar Sports Saturday. It's complete. Another touchdown! Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three. He got it again! BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, Cougar Nation. Welcome on into Cougar Sports Saturday. Mitch Harper, Matt Biamonte, coming to you live from Salt Lake City, Utah, broadcast house. BYU basketball game day. We're going to have a lot of BYU football talk for you. We are locked and loaded over the next three hours. And, oh, by the way, we've got BYU great and new broadcaster, Jimmer Fredette, going to be joining us here in hour number one. Can't wait to talk with him about this team, about Dallin Hall, about his participation in the upcoming Paris Olympics in 2024. Going to be a lot of fun with Jimmer. That's coming up in 30 minutes. We also have BYU basketball assistant coach Cody Feger to preview today's game against West Virginia and also KSL 5 TV's Sam Farnsworth to talk Big 12 football schedule. But, hey, we got to get into our thoughts on that 2024 BYU football schedule. Let's dive in. The leadoff. A look at the stories making headlines right now. It's time for the leadoff on Cougar Sports Saturday. BYU football. They know who they're playing and when they're playing. And now we can plan accordingly for the fall. We can tell our wives and our families (laughs) we will not be around on certain weekends. We will be occupied on these days. Let's just start here, Mitch. I'll break down the schedule week by week, and then let's get your thoughts, the good and the bad, on the schedule release. So you start on August 31st, home game against Southern Illinois. Then you go down to Dallas on a Friday night to play SMU. Remember, they are a part of the ACC now. Then the following week, you go on the road to Laramie. So back-to-back road games against not-so-great names in the college football world. I know, as we mentioned, the Mustangs in the ACC, but still – at SMU, followed up with Wyoming. Oh. Then you come home to start Big 12 play. Kansas State. You Then you go on the road at Baylor. You have a bye for general conference. Then you come home. You host the Arizona Wildcats under new coach. Jed Fish off to Washington. You bring in San Jose State's, is it Brent? Brennan. Brennan. Yep. Okay, Brent Brennan. Kind of an interesting. Brent Brennan. Brent Brennan. <laughs> All right, then you have, it's not determined yet, the following week, Friday or Saturday, Oklahoma State. Then you go on the road late October to Orlando to the home of Mickey Mouse to play UCF. Then you've got a bye. Then you Mm. go on the road on November 9th at Utah. That is not the final game of the year. It's the first game of November. Come home to play Kansas, who now has Jeff Grimes as the O.C., Back on the road the following week, the 23rd, against Arizona State. And then uh, right after a hearty Thanksgiving, you're home against the Houston Cougars. Good, the bad. What what are your thoughts on that schedule? It's a gauntlet of a schedule. I do think it's a little bit easier than last year's schedule because I don't look at anyone on this schedule and say that's a top-four team as you faced against Texas this past year. So... A little bit easier, but still, the nuances and how it all shakes out, very difficult once again for a 5-7 and seven BYU team that 
only experienced two wins in Big 12 play, one of which against the worst Big 12 team, Cincinnati, and then a third-string quarterback at Texas Tech. Difficult schedule again. I think we got to start things off with Utah, November 9th at Utah. We discussed every week on kslsports.com on Mondays, we have a, a roundtable conversation that you can go check out Mondays. It's kind of appointment reading. We discussed where we thought or where we would like to see the layout of the BYU-Utah game. I kind of was was warning people in a way to, to where this could possibly be headed. I advocated for a mid-October. I like this November 9th spot, though. And I know that some people hearing that are probably thinking, Mitch, are you crazy? It should be rivalry weekend. Here's my argument. The tradition of BYU-Utah went out the door when Utah did not fight the Pac-12 to say, hey, we might be in your league, but we are going to play our rival at the end of the season. That is happening, like Notre Dame does with USC. That didn't happen, though. And so tradition went out the door. This game became a September, an occasional November game. It, it just, it's been a hodgepodge of dates, or it doesn't even get played at all. And you've got the best rivalry in the league. How can you find a way to get it on a big stage when we're living in a world where the SEC and Big Ten are just cannibalizing everything? How can you give some oxygen to BYU Utah? I'm okay with it. And with how much this game means... To everyone locally, why not give both teams two weeks, get healthy, get rested up, and be your best possible selves midseason to play a rivalry game? If you want to get mad about something, Cougar fans, I'd be more mad over the fact that it's not in Provo and that BYU didn't say to the Big 12, hey, we were the team that wanted to be in this league. Play that game first in Provo. Uh, That's where you could have some arguments. But uh, I'm okay with the date. I think it's kind of cool. Five seven five zero zero Cougar Nation. We want to hear from you. Your thoughts on that BYU Utah game being on November night, not the final game of the year. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Before the schedule came out, I think I would have hated this. But in our roundtable article that you mentioned, you did kind of tease this, and I love the point that you made in the article, and it really swayed my opinion. Which was, it's very rarely two teams ten wins at the end of the year. To where it's just this, you know, classic top 20 battle to where the winner goes on to the championship game. That's not what it historically was. You brought that up, but I think you're absolutely right, Mitch. I like the idea of it being a little after the midway point in this case because maybe there's a scenario in which two teams are ranked. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want to, you know, we'll give you our early record, way too early record predictions a little later on, but. I like that there's a better opportunity with this game being played in maybe the middle of the season to have two undefeated teams, maybe. And then the spotlight's even bigger. Maybe you're getting big noon or college game day, something you just were never going to get if that game was played at the last game of the schedule. When BYU and Utah were independent and Pac-12 respectively, I went back and looked at the channels and the kick times. Basically, it was always... 8:15 ESPN2. There was one network television game of Fox 6 p.m. In, t- in 2016, yep. Kalani's first year with Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams. Then you go back to 2018, the last time BYU traveled to Salt Lake, that was on the final weekend, a uh, Thanksgiving weekend. And I think it gives you a little bit of a glimpse into how TV networks then in a world when it was, you know, Utah was a Pac-12 South champion, they placed it at 8:15 
Saturday night on FS1, and the game kicked off on Fox Business Channel. I, I mean, like, you right. could have it on late night, but I think there was also a willingness to say, hey, let's stagger the rivalries in the Big 12. Because, again, this league can't just show up and say, hey, we're the big, bad, mighty Big 12. There, there's no tradition in history in this league. None. Nope. And I think that's what makes it so fascinating but at the same time, there's no established history because half of this league with 16 members, it's all new with the four corner schools and then the four newcomers, including BYU. So Arizona, Arizona State, even though they don't hold anything close to BYU-Utah in terms of intensity, that game, to its credit, has maintained tradition by being on the final week of the season and they have better weather in Arizona at the final week of the year. I'm not trying to make excuses for the Big 12, but you have to kind of get creative to find ways to get a big marquee television event. I kind of point to BYU-Utah being like what Oklahoma-Oklahoma State was this past year. Traditional rivalry on rivalry week most years. It got moved up last season to, I think, November 4th. Yep. Bedlam. Oklahoma State hosted Oklahoma it got a 1.30 p.m. ABC game, nationally televised, Oklahoma State won. It had a lot of conversation in the college football. I think that's where the Big 12 is thinking here. And Brett Yormark has told us so many times, I like storytelling. I'm about additive. You know, like, it's aspirational. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he wants the story to be told. And what better way to tell the story of the best rivalry than to have two weeks of BYU-Utah talk to get the juices flowing. Now, for fans listening, they're like, oh, no, I got to hear my Ute fan uh, on social, Ute fan neighbor for two weeks. That might not be ideal. You might have to hear your Ute fan friends on social media for two weeks. That's not ideal. I get it. What's not ideal is I haven't liked Kalani's <laughs> football teams after a bye. That hasn't been ideal. That is true. <laughs> if, if it's uh, TCU part two, a oh, little scary. But I, I'm, I'm just okay with it. And, you know, like BYU-Utah – I think also, too, Matt, I point to the 2015 Vegas Bowl, and I bring that up because I remember there was a little bit of instant remorse by the bowl game saying, and they, they acknowledged this to the media back then, they said that, did we make a make mistake getting such a regional game? Because historically, Utah and BYU has never captured a national audience. It used no. to be Channel 5. I know our bosses would love to air the game again, but it's those days are gone. It used to be on Channel 2 when it was at Utah. And it just never had network television games. So the Vegas Bowl, they picked that game up, and they're thinking, oh, did we make a mistake, regional game? But then they instantly see a sellout. They instantly see the intensity. It delivered a great television number. It was on you know, ABC. I know Cougar fans, Cougar fans don't want to remember that game, and I, I don't really want to remember it either. But when people learn about this game, they're all in. They're like, that game is awesome. It lives up to its billing. And I think that's what the Big 12 is going for here because – on that final week of rivalries, Fox and ESPN are going to cater to Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Texas A&M, Iron Auburn, Bowl, Auburn yeah. Alabama, now USC, Notre Dame, Florida, Florida State, Texas, uh, Washington, Oregon. It's just kind of what it is. And it might be a case of waving the white flag, and that might be the deal here. That's but, fine. But you know what? I'm okay with BYU and Utah moving up because you know what? Utah ruined the history of this, the tradition of this game by being on the final week by saying, we don't want to play it, yep. we're going to pause, we're not going to fight for it when we're in the Pac-12 to play it on the final week. So you know what? Tradition's out the gun. Don't, don't clutch the pearls of tradition when it didn't matter the past you know 10-plus years. Your mark wants a younger, hipper league. And look, 
college students today, do they remember the days of BYU-Utah squaring off on the final week of the season? Probably not. No. Nope. They, they don't remember that. So, like, it's a new era, and look, it doesn't have to be this way forever, but for one year, let's see how it goes. The thing that I also like, too, about the, the game placement, and I'm actually okay with it being here going forward. I, I might even prefer it to be moved up a week or two. You mentioned the weather. Love to have weather not be a factor in that game. Hopefully. Yeah. And then, secondly... You have it earlier, there's a much better chance that there's a rematch down the road in the Big like 12 that. championship game than there would be if you played in the last week of the season. And, and that's kind of fun, too. Like, if, if you want to romanticize that game meaning something, you want them to both meet in the Big 12 championship, and I think there's a better path towards that with that game not being played the last week of the season. And I think, Matt, I, I think that it's just it's great that BYU-Utah does mean something again because you think about the last time BYU played Utah, it was 2021, huge win for BYU. But really that season, you go, Utah went to a Rose Bowl still. Utah looked at that game and said, you know what, we lost, sure, but now we played Cam Rising and that game really didn't mean much. It, and now it does, no matter what. Whether whether it's a loss for BYU, a win for, for BYU, like – it's it take carries significance again in this state. No matter when it's played, that game's always going to live up to its billing. It's always going to be a must-see event. It's the biggest sporting event in this state. It's bigger than the Jazz. It is a huge deal. BYU and Utah locking up, and it's going to be on a Big 12 stage. Sign me up. The television networks, I got to imagine, they're going to be thrilled to have that game. And, look, if it can get Big Noon kickoff or ABC – even better because this game has never taken on the national stage. I want it to because anyone that learns about this thing, the intensity, the hatred, it is off the charts good. And, and I just think that it's it's kind of a sleeping giant in terms of what it can be as far as the, the intensity yeah. of this game. People say the Iron Bowl, like – Give me a break. Like the Iron Bowl is amazing on-field product, sure. But these two fan bases, BYU and Utah, there is nothing like it. When you have religion versus state, like you don't get that anywhere else. Like the, no other rivalry can deliver it the way that BYU Utah does. It's going to be off the charts good. I can't wait. Let's take a break. On the other side, a few more reactions, Mitch, to the release of the Big Twelve football schedule. A few more things you liked and disliked me as well, and then. Don't go anywhere. Stay in your cars. Keep keep the dial tuned. Jim or Fredette coming your way in about 10 minutes.